Hey there, welcome. Welcome to Advancing the Mission. This is where we keep you informed and up to date on what is happening in local outreach, global missions, and church multiplication through the lens of County Line Church. And I am Outreach Pastor Chris Kazmarek. And with me today is Joshua Rains. Joshua, you work at Star 3 you work at Destiny Rescue. <laughs> you are a busy man. You are a local dude. Um, but we just want to well, let's just start and hear a little bit of how you kind of got involved in both those organizations, yeah. and uh, yeah, and, and just tell us a little about a little bit about oh, yourself. Man, you might have to steal my radio show. Man, that was a really good uh, yeah, <laughs> intro. Did. You just I've did, done, man. I've done it a lot for a while. So, <laughs> so uh, I'll start with Star Eighty Eight Three first. Yeah. So I was at Brotherhood Mutual, an amazing company, for yeah. four years, and I did this fun little video called Treat Day. I would go around with a microphone and say, oh, nice. what day is it? And they would say, well, I say Treat Day. <laughs> and uh, our leader, Melissa Montana, she yeah. saw that video and she was like, I need to talk to him. That's awesome. And so through conversation, that's literally fun. four months later after that video, I ended up at Star 88.3. Man, that's crazy. And then you fast forward <laughs> two years, actually, yeah, two years from then, I went to Kentucky to host like a global leadership conference okay. um, for Star and I was just hearing this just this word from a guy named Jason Tash. Mm -hmm. He was talking about Destiny Rescue and rescuing kids yeah. um, out of human trafficking all over oh, the yeah. world. And whenever you hear knowledge, I feel like you have to do something. Oh yeah. Like whenever the light comes on, you have to move, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that was one of the things I was like, I want to help out. I want to be a part of the mm -hmm. solution, a That's global great. solution in some type of way and went from one thing to another. And yeah. Did agreement with them and work for both. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we here at County Line we care a lot and we do a lot of work in the in that realm of yeah. anti trafficking. So that's yeah. something we care a lot about, and yeah, we we feel the same way. Like we we hear about it, and we're like, man, we gotta gotta do something. You gotta do something. Gotta do something. Gotta do something. Um, tell me a little bit. Of, this is a to throw you off a little bit. Okay, all right. Awesome. Off, off the question list already. Off, off the question list already. <laughs> Just tell me a little bit um, about. I guess. How you grew up a little bit? Did you are you from Fort Wayne? Yeah, uh, for yeah. sure. So I grew up in Waycross, Georgia. It's a very okay. small town, probably about the size of Auburn, if not a little smaller. Okay. Um, it's about fifteen minutes from the Florida border, so very okay. far southeast. Nice. And uh, I went to school K through twelve in the same school. Nice. Um, up to the end of my junior year, and nice. then I ended up transferring to Homestead High School, beginning of my senior year in okay, Fort Wayne, wow. Indiana. There you and go. then you know, played basketball. I was called, I was recruited out of high school, and I ended up choosing IEPY. Oh, nice! And I was there for three years. I was majoring in business marketing and psychology. Yeah. And uh, met the love of my life. Nice. And she brought me back to Fort Wayne. She's from Auburn herself. There you go. She actually got saved here at County Line. Oh so, yeah. Yep, she came oh, to Florida at County Line. That's great. So we have a lot of Auburn roots here. Yeah. And so happy back here in Fort Wayne. Man, I love it. Awesome. So February, uh, February is Black History Month, mm. and. In here in the U.S. and and accounting line, it's something that we're continuing to learn a lot about. Yeah. Um, really, as a as a primarily white congregation. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But tell me a little bit about what for you as a black African American, mm -hmm. um, like what what does what does that this month mean for you? Man, it 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 means quite a bit. It's just a look back to see like what our brothers and sisters have accomplished, right? Yeah, and I, I say absolutely. our because it's, it's yours too, right? It's, <laughs> yep. it's your brothers and sisters well in Christ and what we yeah. have accomplished and what we've been able to do. And I think what's so amazing for me, particularly about Black History Month is yeah. my wife, she's white. Mm -hmm. And so uh, to be able to have a conversation to her about some of the things I grew up with and learned and listen to her perspective. Yeah. And we just kind of talk about these things really in depth. 
and it just brings so much kind of enlightenment um to both of us it's not just one-sided conversation it's also Mm -hmm. her enlightening me on some aspects too yeah and so it's been an incredible month of growth every time it hits so it's pretty phenomenal yeah that's awesome and and is there any like with with your wife being Mm -hmm. white is Mm -hmm. there anything that's that like you you're learning and she's learning like what are are there any specifics yeah absolutely she's learning Um, this because she did she didn't grow up that way and vice versa that and and honestly that's the big part of it right her experience is her experience Mm -hmm. so how she grew up and what she was around yeah. she wasn't around much diversity right you know she went to DeKalb high school that's not the most diverse place in the world no and uh so her experience and her things she come to know is off of just her experience yeah she wasn't racist wasn't ignorant it's like she yeah. just she had no knowledge of yeah right and so like me learning that it comes from a different heart uh, so you realize that these questions aren't meant to attack they're meant to learn and to yeah. understand Absolutely. and so if you assume the heart is positive man, what work you can do together to actually grow and build. Yeah, that's great, man. I love that. So help us out a little bit as far as like maybe some resources. Mm -hmm. um, Is there anything that that you know of that could really help us to maybe better understand issues, maybe understand your perspective a little bit um, that we may not be aware of? Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, you could probably name books. I know Rich Velotis is an amazing speaker. Mm -hmm. Uh, He does amazing things. I will follow him on Instagram and uh, Twitter, those kinds of things. He has books too. Uh, Albert Tate has a really good book yeah. as well. I love Pastor Albert yeah. Tate, one of my love favorite people. Yeah. Um, and then, honestly, the best resource is get into a relationship with someone that doesn't look Absolutely. like you. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, there, you can read books all day long, but yeah. until you're in like this one-on-one conversation Absolutely. and truly get to know one another, the way, honestly, God intended, yes. that's where true growth and learning and things come Absolutely from. Absolutely agree. I love that. I love it. Um, so, with... And, and speaking of resources, one that yeah. I love, that yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the first things I read when I really started getting into this was Jamar Tisby's, mm. um, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it now, I'm blanking on it, um, How to Fight Racism, I think, okay. is the name of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one of the things he talks about, he just talks about some of the history of the the church in America and how we've really failed in a lot of ways when it comes to racism. So... Talking through your experience with so much of, of the history of the church in America being racist, unfortunately, yeah. what brings you back? What brings you coming back to church week after week? I actually have never gotten that question. So I've, I've done tons of podcasts, <laughs> yeah. tons of speaking on during Black History Month, yeah. but I've yet to get that question. And when, yeah. I, when I first saw it, I was like, man, that's intriguing. And then my, my, I had a question for the question. Yeah. And my question was to my white brothers and sisters, why, why do you guys keep coming back? When yeah. there's so much racism in the church, right? That's a great question. And when I when I saw that, that's what I thought about initially. And then I also think about how I think the church is done sometimes on a poor representation of the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And if you truly go into the kingdom of God, and we want, that's a whole other topic that we can discuss later on. Yeah. But if you want to go into there, that kingdom is diverse. Yes. And what you see is when you start getting closer to Jesus, diversity starts to happen. It's, yeah. it's not. It's never intentionally. It's just the way mm-hmm. that God designed it for it to be yeah and so i think for me i see the church the little c right mm-hmm. as made up of flawed people right that maybe gone away from the original purpose of the kingdom of god mm-hmm. and so for me it's never been about people my relation with right. god is never dictated on people right and that's why i can easily go and represent yep. and love <laughs> on jesus because i know i'm flawed yes but he absolutely. is perfect and so why would i stop absolutely. a flawed individual to stop yeah. me from someone that's perfect yeah absolutely i love it yeah, and I would have a similar answer. Like <laughs> Jesus is is what brings me back. Right. I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, we know that Scripture says that we're all gonna be 
heaven's gonna be pretty diverse. Absolutely, right? man. Absolutely. <laughs> and what you realize, what you, what I've started realizing just doing work in our community, is that it's probably more positive than negative. Mm-hmm. But the negative ones always have the bullhorns. Yes. They always have the megaphones. Yeah, that's. And and so when I when I speak to Pastor Stu and uh, yeah. and you and other people that are wanting to do the work. That are willing yeah. to do the work. Because a lot of people say they want to do the work, but they're not willing to do the work. Yeah. Um, that are willing to do the work. That's what's encouraging. Yeah. Because you can yeah. really see God moving. Like we always talk about revival. It starts yeah. internally. Right. And once it starts internally, that's when it goes out. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. All right. Well, we've talked about a few different things. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I just wanted to throw out a question of like, if the, is there anything that, that we didn't talk about that you want to mm. mention or, or talk about? Not really, man. Yeah. These questions were fantastic. <laughs> Good. Oh, um, I would honestly just say, like, going back to the first thing was, uh, make sure you spend time with someone that doesn't look like you. Yeah. I think that's huge. I think it's also huge knowing that having the same definition of things. Mm-hmm. So when I talk about race, I talk about from a shared humanity perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Because if we're all going through this life together, we have a shared perspective. And so how can we grow with yeah. one another? Like, what can we do to better each other? How can yeah. we learn from each other? And how can we look at someone with an innocent heart? Like, I look at my wife. Yeah. Like, her questions are innocent. Yeah. I, I assume positive because I know she mm-hmm. loves me. Right. Right? And because she loves me, I assume that she's never going to mean to hurt me. Right. What if we had that same perspective oh, when it came good, to people man. that don't look like us? That's good. That's the question to me. It's like, man, you didn't offend me. I know that wasn't yeah. meant to offend. That was meant to learn. Right. Yeah. You're really, you're listening to understand, not listening yeah, to yeah. respond. And you can empathize. Yeah. And one of the main things that I say this all the time, I stole it from Pastor Albert Tate, so yeah. I give him credit. Um, <laughs> there you go. Empathy, does, empathy does not require my agreement. Mm, that's good. So regardless of whether I yeah. agree, that doesn't take empathy off the table. No. And so I, I would say that something to remember okay. is empathy does not require agreement. I love that. Well, that's, I don't think, <laughs> that's a good word. <laughs> we will, we're going to end on that. Cause, all right. Because that is such a good, that's such a good word there at the end, so. So thank you so much, Justin, man, man, for, 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 yeah, just coming out and talking about this with us. Cause like I said, we're just trying to learn here and we're, yeah, we're, we're in in process still. It's something that we, we care a lot about. Um, and we're, we're just trying to figure out the best way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Thanks everybody out there that watched this week and we will see you next time. See ya. Bye.